Right, we're now recording. Now we can share the screen. And there we go. Okay, cool. So let's try that one again. Um, so this was something that I thought would be a really interesting idea in terms of, um, and I've sort of explained why I think that is to Ben. Um, I thought this would be a really interesting client spotlight because the fact of the matter is, is that Ben actually started working with me about three years ago. So it was with, um, during uh, COVID. Um, and basically what happened was, is that we we started working together and actually we had some, we had some pretty good success. Um, and then what actually happened was, well, I'll tell you what, I'll put you over to Ben actually, he can probably tell you himself, but what was it what was it that first caused you back in the like whenever it was 2020 or something was it 2020 may 2020 yeah yeah so what was it that in 2020 what was the reason that you originally reached out so i was living with someone that also was using you as a pt right and it, and he always had a, a really good program and it was i say around covid and it was a case of i wanting to a look good feel better about myself but also it was a case of I'd never, you know, never really understood how to properly get fit. Never had a plan. And uh, hence you, Jeff. <laughs> I needed a bit of structure. I had a whole lot of time on my hands. We had a, we had a load of kit at home. And it seemed like so, now, it seemed like then was a good time to get, get, get fit. So COVID training at home, excuse my handwriting, um, and... The basic, the fact of the matter is, is that you had lots of time, not much else to do, and you decided that you'd inquire about my services and 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 get it get it sorted, yeah, right? If I was going to do it, get a, get, a, get a decent structure behind doing it. Yeah. So structure, and how did that go? So where did you start and where did you finish in terms of weight? Because your main focus was on getting leaner, right? Yeah, so I think I started at is it ninety kilos, and then within about three months, I'd lost seven through going through all the plans. So I was doing yep. three or four tight, three or four training sessions a week, um, doing extra cardio because so I bought a bike during lockdown as well. So I was running and cycling. Um, you put it, you'd made a good point about building in new habits. So my new habit was going for a walk each morning before work around the park listening to a bit of music or listening to an audiobook or something like that. And then trying out uh, a bit more of a stricter diet and, and journaling as well. Yeah. As well. So trying to keep so all together, you basically, you went down seven kilos. It was, it was over that year, wasn't it? It was about six months, wasn't it? It wasn't, it was maybe even less than that. It yeah, was so we had a little uptick when I found a new girlfriend and then, <laughs> and we were allowed back into pubs. Um, yeah. And then, kind of got back on it around September, October time. So I think I finally ended up at about 81 and a half. Yeah, in that, that was it. Months. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, right. So it was 80, 81 and a half was your, was your PB on that one. Okay. Now, all of that to me was, it was all very straightforward. Like it kind of, you, you had a few bumps, well, not, it wasn't all perfect, but it was all very straightforward. That I think the thing that, we next want to ask the question is what happened next? I think once I'd reached a point where I, I was happy and 
we could start doing things again socially, all the bad habits started coming back in. Um, so that was for me, it was I wasn't going, I wasn't working out as as much. Um, the weather got the weather was really bad, so I couldn't I couldn't do cycling and lost a bit of interest in running. And then I stopped you and I just kind of stopped talking, even though like, you did your best respectfully. I, I did, there was a bit of there was a bit of there was a bit a bit of pieing off from me. I must be honest. Where, I was about to you say like, you're you're fine. you're not doing my my image any good there. The um I think the thing is, <laughs> is you, my, you stopped that, talking that, to that me. Was, <laughs> but that was my fault. I think I just kind of interested because I, I was like, well, where do I go from here? And I hadn't really thought about what happens next. In in all honesty, and I was more I was probably a bit more interested in in sort of enjoying life again and going outside. <laughs> And seeing friends yeah so basically then the the fitness it it took a back seat did you hear me What's yep sorry i lost you for a second yeah the fitness took a back seat and sort of personal no, i'm here i'm here can you hear me okay sorry yeah um yeah so the, the fitness took the fitness took a back seat in the personal um yeah, the, pers- the personal life kind of took took front and center, really, as as did the social life. And so, what was the, how long was the period between then and when you kind of got back in touch? Well, we kind of re- we had a bit of a false a false start, didn't we? Really, about six yeah. months. Or so. so, but really, I, I properly started engaging you again. Um, was May this year. Okay. So May this year, and then May this year. You were how much was the weight back up to? Where I started originally, <laughs> shock horror. It was around ninety mark, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. And so, what do you basically? What have you base? The next question is: is so as you can probably tell, probably you can probably guess this. The people are listening along to this is that what then happened was was that we then basically began back on the the sort of trajectory that we were originally on, right? So in terms of it was getting back into the walking in the morning, getting back into sort of planning your food, um, you're actually working with your partner on this together, which was useful, um, having that kind of stuff at home. And then, so this morning, you checked in at, what was it? It was 80... 83.85. That was it, to 83.85. Okay. And so the the, the thing that's most interesting to me about this is that the first time you did it it was mostly in a covid environment Mm. right it was it was all um things were locked down things were things were sort of a bit more a little less hectic people weren't you weren't having to worry about going to watch the ashes and you weren't worried about having to go to weddings or go on you know holidays or you know all of these kinds of things and you managed to achieve the same thing again this time with all those things going on in your life right yeah Yeah. and so with this is everything that we've discussed so far is a prelim because i would like you to basically talk about um i suppose this should basically be where are you now 83.85 um is to talk about how you feel in yourself right now with your your health and fitness and then what we're going to do is we're going to talk through what it is that you do to structure your training 
Okay, what is it that you do to structure your nutrition? And then also how it is that you think that your mindset has shifted and try and come up with some kind of just some, just basically think about top top of mind, top of your mind, what is it that you think um, has made the biggest difference for you um, that you think that if you were talking to yourself in the past might be what would help you to achieve it more easily. So if you were talking to, Ben in 2020 to have achieved all this stuff whilst keeping your stuff in and I would say that you are much 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 less all or nothing now than you used to be um how is it that you've managed to do that so first thing is now you're 83 you're 83.85 how often are you training roughly you disappeared he's left no i'm sorry it's my bloody network sorry repeat that last question sorry so so how often how often are you currently training i'm doing about uh, four times a week four times a week about four times four times a week in the gym um yeah one of those sessions is with you every couple of weeks we used to do it it once we do it once a week and that was more just to kind of check progress check form stay accountable yeah which was great um, still did uh, i picked the picked up the walking again that's like a great thing just first thing in the morning just you know knock out ten thousand steps for work yeah easily easily done um and that's kind of where one i was gonna say what's your what's your kind of how would you talk to me about like social life and stuff so what what is it that you're you're able to do at the moment whilst whilst continuing to keep yourself in a kind of an average good amount of progress this is bad um so social life is pretty yeah social life is pretty it's pretty good right i just it's it's about planning so yeah i go out and i'll I'll go to the pub with friends like most people do on a friday saturday um i'll go out of a week and make you know might go out for dinner with my partner or you know we'll go out to you know watch a film or go to watch a play something like that and then we you know you go go away months or something like that so it's just a case of just planning those in advance mm. and, and accepting that your plan isn't going to be a hundred percent perfect that's it's kind of where the, where the mindset's changed of you try and plan for perfection and it's just it's not going to happen you know so, so you've you've shifted to yeah to more of a it's kind of like a going for the 80 percent rather than the 100 more, more so yeah so what we'll do let's actually so we'll say because we're going to put this all together into a pdf so that people can look at it in one go so four days training do you, are you doing any cardio or anything like that uh i do occasional i go out occasionally cycling yeah maybe maybe once this is more like a hobby thing isn't it yeah 
I mean, the the walking is almost like a, a bit of a like a non negotiable, just because it's just so easy to do. I can go grab a so, coffee. Yeah. How many days do you work from home normally? One or two. That happens. What does that happen regardless of whether you're because you you have to travel for work sometimes. You have to that kind of thing. The walking is that always happening? It's always happening. Yeah, I, it's just something. It's it's something I promise to myself. And that right. way, then, and that way, then, before the day started, I've at least accomplished something. It's a nice way of looking at it. So, um, because I I get lots of people sort of talking to me about um, trying to fit more steps in, and when and when how is it that that's possible? And something I would always say is. Um, walking before work is something that you would have had to do if you if you had a commute yeah so it's, it's, it's also it, yeah so for, so for me like i'll go and get a coffee first thing in the morning as i say i'll put on some music or go do a, a listen to a an audiobook or a podcast or something and it's just it just gets the day started i can do some work if i need to on the go catch up on some emails yeah and also it's an enjoyable thing to do. It's not like it's, oh, I've got to go to the gym or I've got, you know, I've got to do this. If you, what what's changed is that I've made time for it rather than trying to fit it in. Yeah. And that's, and that kind of, that summarizes the exercise that you're now doing. You're doing four sessions a week in the gym. You're walking before you're going to work. You're doing the cardio for, for fun occasion. Obviously you're doing like, you like to do, some active stuff while you're on holiday and that kind of stuff. But this is kind of mainly your, this is your output. Pretty much. Yeah. I, th I think it's, it's yeah. what, what, what I've learned since we started is the, the output, the output's important, but it's also the input. So if I just, <laughs> the diet especially is, has just been really key. Like that's, it's, if you do the two together, it just makes things so much easier. So I'm a bit more. Conscious. That is a fantastic segue, my friend. <laughs> what would be your top, Top <laughs> tips for your past self about diet. Sorry, what's my top what, mate? Sorry. <laughs> what would be like your top tips? If you would say three top th tips that you were going to give yourself, um, as you know advising yourself on how to improve your diet what would you say uh plan planning is, is is the best thing you can do because you can plan in for when you're not perfect as well and then you can do yeah. you at least then it's like I, I said to you is like i plan in that friday saturday is going to be an enjoyable couple of days but so long as i don't double down on that on the sunday you know i right I'm a bit hungover. I'll go over McDonald's or something stupid like that. It's okay. It's fine. It's like, don't double down on, on the bad habits. Don't double down, double down on the bad actions. Just I can use Sunday then as, oh, okay, that's my reset or something like that. Or just make sure I have a good day with it. Um, what else? It's be more, con yeah, being more conscious of, now that I'm doing my planning, I can be more conscious of what I'm eating and when as well. Okay. Which is easier. So just making sure that, um, you know, 
you you got a you got a nice nice varied diet in not too many not too many takeaways or meals out and what do you mean what do you mean by that being more conscious of what you're eating and when so for me i guess it's, i guess it's it's what what works for for everybody so i've in this journey with you like i've learned that a breakfast isn't really an important important meal of the day for me and i'm quite happy now to kind of if, if I'm not really that that hungry for dinner or not really hungry at lunch, I can forego it and not really have to wait yeah. because I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm listening to what my body's telling me and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not overly, I'm not, it's not sacrificing. It's not, it's not impacting my performance at the gym. I see. So you're, you're thinking that essentially you're, 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 ba you're basing your portion sizes based on how you feel and not, actually attaching any particular attachment to any meals correct sounds good okay um and what else uh i think it's also what learning what works for for me in terms of i i used to do the journaling and that felt like such a chore mm -hmm. so if journaling, if journaling isn't for you but you've got a good understanding of how much you're eating and what you're eating then just do that the journaling for me worked at the start but that's probably because i was a bit obsessive about the those first those first 12 weeks and having nothing else to do but i learned that journaling wasn't really for me and i get if i'd miss something it would get frustrating i think oh what's the point and you just kind of get into this a bit of this spiral about it and you kind of think well sod, sod this so actually the onus is on me now to take a bit more accountability and go, well, okay, well, let's just, you know, make sure I'm having a decent meal, make sure I'm, I'm taking my time to eat, make sure I'm, I'm having, you know, I'm not leaving it too late in the evening to have, to have dinner and things like that. Okay. So I think the, hang on, not too late. Yeah. And then yeah. probably other, again, like with the social life stuff is if I'm going to go out, to the pub is fine have a couple of beers but if i want to have anything beyond that it's just switch it up do something a bit more a bit less calorie intense so maybe a slimline gin and tonic or miss miss around and have a diet coke or something it's not the end of the world yeah so switch out higher calorie options because i kind of want to just come back to that point on do what works for you so the journaling felt like a chore so yeah. you didn't do it and the accountability of having basically you know you're checking your weight in every wednesday that was the accountability that you needed right the, yeah the accountability for me was was the photo was was the photos seeing yeah. that seeing that progress and almost like playing that back as like a, a, a really good visual key and then also yeah. look, looking back at my gym performance as well so seeing like week on week okay i've hit a pb in in either an additional set or max volume or increased weight something like that it was it was showing me progress yeah interesting because i think the the reason that i ask i asked that is because i think I'm, I'm always trying I'm 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 that kind of ag agrees with something that I always try to 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 live 
which is difficult to live because everybody has their own bias, but is that you should do what works for you. And there is no right way of doing this. Um, There is, you know, there is, there is science and there is experience and there is things that are more likely to work than not. But when it comes to things like, you know, how are you going to regulate your intake? There isn't a right way of doing it. And so what I will suggest to people is you should plan and you should track your food and you should, you know, do a shopping list and you should do all this kind of stuff. But ultimately, if if you know, you know you better than I know you and you know what works for you better than I do. Um, and so I would say this is a lesson to take for for, for all of you guys listening is that if you ever feel like what I'm suggesting isn't right, then it isn't right. And that's just, I'm just book smart, right? It's, um, and if, say for example, Ben's saying, you know, journaling feels like a chore, then okay, you don't have to keep a journal. It's not, you don't have to do anything. And um, the whole point is I'm not saying to you, right, you have to measure all your calories. You have to do all this, do all this, chip, like tick all these boxes. It's kind of like what we're trying to do is come up with a way for you to, um, actually get yourself to the point get yourself to the end point in a way that works for you so that's i'm glad you said that well if you don't want to do a food journal then you don't have to yeah but i wouldn't have known that i didn't like that unless i did it in the first place so unless you're giving it a crack yeah exactly you've got to give everything a try a try first and then work out what's going to be best for you it just so happens that looking back at at, at photos and how i'm doing in the gym just happens to work for me a bit more vain like yeah (laughs) Yeah, nothing wrong with everybody is mate. The, okay so last one then is um is mindset so you've kind of you know you've kind of touched a little bit on this but let's sort of get a little bit more concrete like for example you mentioned not aiming for perfection so could you kind of expand on that oh i think that's a really good one so how's my mindset changed so i think my mindset changed over the course of the three years, right? There's not been like a light bulb moment. It's been a process of learning about what works for me in terms of keeping me accountable. It's been a process of learning about what my motivation is and how that can change. But I think how my mindset has changed now is is understanding where I failed last time. And I failed last time in part because my expectations weren't realistic and I did, they didn't evolve. So we got all that way of losing weight and then it was a case of what next? And because I hadn't thought about it, I stopped engaging with it. Whereas, nice. yeah, whereas now it's like I'm being a bit more proactive and thinking, right, okay, well, what am I going to be doing for the next 12 weeks? What, 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 what does the next goal look like? Because for me, like it was great. It was like all about, weight loss but it's okay well fine we've reached we've reached a point now where you're comfortable what's going to be the next thing after that and i haven't quite got so (laughs) but yeah uh, so we we've we've kind of discussed this right we've kind of discussed um doing things like having having cardio related goals because you you like doing challenges and, and that kind of thing right exactly yeah so it's it's so it's it's yeah, helping to making sure that your expectations are realistic, but they they also they're also in tune with what your plans and your goals are. That's what I've learned. So sort of realistic, but also relevant goals. 
and also what do you want to achieve? It's, yeah it's helped to break it down a bit more it's no it, it was no it's no good me just saying oh yeah let's go and drop 10 kilos and then that's it see you later jeff it's well, well how do we get there <laughs> a little bit more so how how have you broken it down well, I think again, it's it's that process of 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 learning. So, like you and I learned that around last time, got we got to eighty five kilos, and that seemed to be like a bit of a, a psychological comfort barrier, where yeah. took, my, took my foot off the gas a little bit. Had a couple of weeks where where I wasn't training, and that wasn't because I was on holiday. It was just because oh, I'm taking a bit of a break. Yeah. And actually, I should have just focused a bit, a bit more. So now, now that you and I have discussed that, and I've realised it, I think to myself, "Oh, okay. Right, well, how, what am I going to do to address that?" So it's, I've actually kind of doubled down a bit more and been like, "Okay, well, fine. Let's make sure we keep going to the gym. Let's make sure, you know, do I have to say yes, yes to this social event or you know, that sort of stuff?" And now that I've pushed through that, it's given me a bit more clarity to think about what am I going to do next. Yeah. so what are you going to do next well see, I, i'm still working on that ans other answer but clearly clearly it's it's still engaging with the process and it's it's about building the next set of goals so the thing that we were um i was messaging you today when we were doing our check-in stuff so the thing we were talking about was a question of making sure that there's a definite end point because it's easy once you get near to there or thereabouts you can kind of start to say well i'm most of the way there i've kind of pretty much done it and you kind of then just pat yeah. yourself on the back and get it go i think that actually getting to that def definitive end point of saying look this is actually today now at this point this is mission accomplished is an important part of the process because then it allows you to deliberately transition to the next process which is to to maintain where you are and actually focus on how can i live in a way that there's how can i live in a way that i'm going to be in a negative calorie balance and there's how how is there a way that I can live whilst not being in a negative calorie balance? And then the next step is what you're saying, which is finding what the next step is. So do you like, for example, we were saying sort of like low, low 80s would be where you'd want to get to long term, right? Yeah. So in terms of like outcomes, yeah, low, low 80s, I've got a, there's a, you know, I'd like to have a bit more of a tone physique personally. I think in terms of like nu no, nutrition, I'm there now. Like I, I know what works for me. I haven't got to keep working on that. I know what works yeah. for me in terms of training. It's just about getting to that point now. And then from there on, it's well, how do we maintain that? And I didn't, I don't, we never got to the point last time of learning how to maintain. Yeah. Okay. So, so then the new, last thing would be this is gonna be like new ground. Yeah. Maintenance is is tricky which is why having a goal to work towards, which requires you to having, having a goal to actually aim for, which requires you to maintain your weight is useful because to, to do nothing is, is difficult for your brain to get your head around to say, I'm just going to do nothing leaves a bit of a vacuum to say that I'm going to focus on. Again, it could be literally anything. Let's just make something up doing a marathon. It would be a benefit to you to stay the same weight and not get any heavier because that's going to make life harder like you say you want to work on potentially muscle building you don't want to put fat on while you're putting on muscle because that's going to slow the process down like 
these these things are really important in terms of adding yourself taking yourself to the next level i think i would agree there you go cool so in terms of i think we've probably got a fairly good summary of everything there is there anything else that you wanted to talk about anything else that you wanted to add into this uh okay just reflecting on it is you've got to learn what's right for you but to do that requires kind of going through all the steps that you kind of gave us at the beginning jeff so it was you know check about your checking in how do you stay accountable fine i went through a period of like 18 months of falling off the wagon but yeah it might that now means that now that i've come back for a proper second time i'm a, i've that's come at a point where I, i'm ready to engage with you so it's it's don't be afraid don't be afraid of like okay fine you put on some weight you you might feel like you failed but just keep engaging with the process keep engage like my mistake was 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 sucking you off and just been and just thinking what's the point you know i did i did it once i can do it again i don't need mm. a, i don't need a plan and that and as soon as as soon as my structure went out the window any any semblance of of um of trying to stay fit just kind of went with it chaos reigned <laughs> quite frankly um and then i suppose this might be a good thing how much of a hard time did it give you when you came when you came back yeah, you made me you made me sweat it for a couple of weeks first. I think you just wanted to t- you wanted to test. You wanted to test if I was. The answer was no, Jeff. You were really nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've known you for Price, three. Would... So, so no, but you no, you were good, and we did that. We did our we did our, our kind of um, yeah. our, initial, our initial session. It was like, mate, you are inflexible as hell. So uh, let's work. Let's work on that. <laughs> yeah i do have a way with words don't i and um, the yeah so and i think that last point that you made is is actually that's that's really interesting kind of saying that um my interpreting that correctly is you saying that that the, the the falling off the wagon was actually a necessary part of the process not maybe necessary is probably too much of a strong word but a useful thing a useful learning experience so that you now feel more able and better able to control things now it was useful for me because I realized I, I actually needed structure. Yeah. I needed a plan. I needed something, something to stick to and try. Right. And okay. Nice. Cause I think that although yours was potentially kind of like a fall off the wagon in a macro sense, um, I, I obviously people, people have shit weeks all the time. Um, and I think that actually, that can be i know this sounds this sounds a bit cliche but it can be can be a good it can be a good learning experience in that it actually does help you to realize firstly what it is that you don't want um and secondly that you you know w- what what to avoid in the future you kind of you have to go through the good weeks and the bad weeks if you just go good week good week good week good week good week i start to get worried that you're going to just implode if you go good week bad week good week bad week which is averaging good then I'm less worried about that. Well, um, I don't know about anybody else, but my progress definitely hasn't been linear. It, it, it has in, a, been. in a macro sense, it has, but in a micro, yeah, week to week, it hasn't. Yeah, exactly. There's been the, the occasional week where there's been a wedding 
or there's been a holiday. Yours has been that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is actually, to be honest, the th- that's what I feel most comfortable with because when this happens, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's, that's, that's my theory. That's, that's just life, and so long so long as you you don't double down and you have a, a second bad week, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Exactly. Okay, brilliant. That's fantastic, mate. Um, I will pop this all together. Um, I'd like to, for those of you that can, I would say, give a round of applause. Say, well done. The um, it's not going to work over Zoom, is it? But the hopefully people will get a lot of um, a lot of value out of this, um, and will actually be able to take a lot out of this because it's good to have the have the perspective of someone who isn't me. Let's put it that way to try to to sort of talk things differently to actually share your experience. And then hopefully to help everyone um, do it better. There you go. Niles giving you a round of applause. Apparently you can do it using an emoji. Um, but thanks very much. Um, now what I need to do um, is find a way to actually stop recording this. Um,